Introducing Kicking Back with the Cooks, presented by Woodhouse. 18 brands, 16 convenient locations, simplified car buying to save you time. Shop, finance, and buy online at woodhouse.com. Here's head coach John Cook, along with your host, Lauren Cook-West. Hello, happy spring. Another episode, Kicking Back with the Cooks. And we're going to keep this one short and sweet today uh, because we're recording on a weekday and Coach Cook is with me. He has meetings, practice. I mean, you just came from a meeting. Have you even had lunch? Uh, Lauren, I'm, I'm having lunch as we do the podcast. This is my special smoothie that oh. the training table, Riley Loy, our nutritionist, makes for me. In fact, it's become so popular that they have the uh, recipe over there. So anybody that walks into the training table... <laughs> And just say, hey, I want Coach Cook's smoothie, and they, this is the smoothie they'll make. It's really good. And we, we've, we've been perfecting this for like a year, but it's really good. You need to start selling it in smoothie shops across town because <laughs> we've talked about this smoothie recipe on a previous episode, and I had people DMing me on Twitter left and right asking, what's the recipe? You know, I think you said protein powder is in it, so they wanted the recipe. The specific protein powder. They wanted to know if it was organic spinach. I mean, it, it, people are invested in what you are eating, and I think you're just you're in good shape. You look young, so they want all the the hot secrets from you. And your smoothie recipe, your go-to smoothie recipe, is is one of those things that everyone wanted to know about. Well, if somebody really is really interested, I'll be happy to do an nil deal on the smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Well, uh, and hey, well, let's back up a second. You just came from a head coach's meeting. I, I mentioned you came from a meeting. It was a head coach's meeting. What it, can you just really quick? I know that really doesn't have to do with volleyball, but tell us what happens in a head coach's meeting. Is it <clears throat> Trev Alberts t talking to everyone, or is it? I mean, how how do those work? This was a one of the most fascinating meetings, head coaches meetings I've ever been in, uh, because there's so much going on and so much changing right now. One of the things we talked about is the change that's going to happen with you and Mike and everybody that works here switching over to JMI. Which head coaches do you sit by? I sat. I usually sit by Coach Frost. So okay. Because somebody's got to keep him awake. <laughs> He's up too late at night watching films. So. I think so. He's he's uh, uh, so, well. Some let's back up. Some of these meetings, like it's hard to stay awake through because you got to go through all this uh, stuff. And um, uh, but yeah, he, Coach Frost gave a big speech today, and there it was great. It was awesome. I told him I'm ready to hit somebody now. But uh, <laughs> the other thing we talked about today, I forgot, is uh, Title Nine. Uh, where we're at in Title IX and going forward, how we're going to handle Title IX as an athletic department. And that was also very fascinating. So, um, because this is the 50th year of Title IX. And actually, Lauren, why interesting story, we were in Hawaii, and I, I know you might remember this guy. There's this little guy, he looks like he's homeless, always shows up, and Wherever we go, he's always there. And he's been there since, we, since I've been going to Hawaii, you know, 25 years ago, 30 years ago when, when I was assistant coach. And anyway, he was telling me about Title IX was actually started in Hawaii and by a legislator there about, you know, basically having an equal, equal thing for men and women. And uh, that's where it started. So 
This is the 50-year anniversary. You're going to hear a lot about it. Why I was in Hawaii, I actually did an interview um, with CBS Sports about Title IX and Nebraska Volleyball and what I, the changes I've seen. So there's going to be a lot about it over the, uh, the next year here because of the 50-year anniversary. You're turning big time on all of us. CBS yeah, Sports, you did an interview in the fall with, uh, what was it, Good Morning America? Or, yeah, or good, one yeah of those? it was Good Morning America. Yeah, pretty soon you're going to be on you know, CNN, Fox News, you'll be on a, you'll have your own talk show every morning. That's, that's life for you after volleyball. Yeah, but here's, here's the greatest story of the day. So we have a new SWA, Pat Logson's retiring. And Marquita came over to meet with me in my office, and here I've got your brother's saddle that it smells like a saddle with oil and leather. It completely smells up my office, and that's their first first meeting with me is a saddle in there for you know that you ordered that got delivered here. And uh, anyway, there, that that was the highlight of this morning's meetings. <laughs> is that a saddle to ride Bud with? Yeah. So. But it's your brother's saddle, and uh, boy, they did they. It, it, my office reeks like leather. <laughs> and you had it in the shower, right? Well, I put it in the shower on the exercise bike because I had to soak it because you got to start molding it in a little bit. So it's in the, in the shower in my office. On the, I rolled the exercise bike in there, threw the saddle on top, turned on the shower to soak it, and then I <laughs> you twist the stirrups to get them right. You got to put a, a stick through them. And so it's sitting there now for 24 hours in the shower. We need a picture of that. That's your confession. That's hilarious. <laughs> it, we need to is, put a picture of that. It is hilarious. I, I mean, I'm, I've been cracking up all day because I smell that thing all day long. Yuck. <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, but last episode, uh, so last month, you there were two topics that you said we would talk about on this month's podcast the first one was um stories from when the freshman made you dinner i think they had you oh. over for dinner one night and you said you had some juicy stories lord have and mercy then, what <laughs> lord have mercy <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one was i asked you if you had any regrets outside of coaching volleyball and we tabled it uh, for this episode because you couldn't think of anything on the spot. So I know you've had a month now to really think about that, and uh, you'll have to tell us if anything comes to mind. So let's talk. Let's chat about those two topics. Well, Lauren, I got to be careful what I say about the freshman dinner because we're at, in Hawaii. I took them out to dinner. We have small group dinners in Hawaii. And the players say this is one of the highlights of the trip when we go. Of course, we're playing all day long. You, you've been there. Um, you play all day long. They're tired. And so what we do, instead of taking them all out to dinner, we have small group dinners. And we call it BDR, Building Deeper Relationships. So each night, uh, we divide the team into gr a group of four. We split them up into three groups of four or five. five um, and I'll take a group and pick a restaurant to go to. Jalen will take a group, go to, and Kelly takes a group, and she picks a restaurant. So I try to pick really unusual different restaurants that have different style of food, because there's a lot of them in Waikiki. Uh, so they have to experience something different. So uh, anyway, we sit there and talk. And um, it's 
and, it, and typically I just listen and they, they go nonstop usually for three to four hours they never shut up because they never really take the time in, this, in our day and age and as college student athletes they never take the time to just sit down have a nice long dinner you know it's always grab and go get it to go or they don't have time I know and so they love it and it's really cool but uh, I'll set up the, the, the dinner meeting that I, uh, that I had with them here in Lincoln by telling you this. So the one night I was supposed to take those freshmen, I get a text from them saying, hey, can we move dinner back? Because we try to go 5 o'clock in Hawaii, which is 9 o'clock at night here, so I'm usually starving. And then you get happy hour prices, so we save money. That makes Trev Alberts happy. <laughs> So, so they kept, can we move it back to six? Can we move it back to seven? I'm like, okay, what's going on here? I say, what, why? And they said, um, well, we, because I had a reservation, and they said, well, we had a late lunch. That's what they first told me. Well, as the, as the afternoon was unfolding, I finally found out, I got some intel from Kelly, uh, that they uh, were having a, uh, at a party with the Hawaii men's volleyball team who we'd gone to see the night before uh, play. <laughs> and they all got together. They were over in Kailua at a, some big house with a pool and everything, and they were having a great time. So, so anyway, I got a big hug the, and they, when they saw me later that night. We met as a team. Uh, they were all giving me hugs, and I'm like, because we ended up canceling the dinner that night because they were so happy that we actually let them, you know, go hang out with the, the men's volleyball team. So uh, that's why I'd love to start a men's volleyball team here in Nebraska. So <laughs> they had a great time. So I, I'm, I'm like in really good graces with them right now. So it's cool. But the dinner was... Uh, Hold on. Speaking of Kelly. Yeah. I saw Kelly taking her group to get donuts. Yes. Well, there's a place called Leonard's. I don't know if you remember it, but it is world famous. There's a line outside. It, you go there at midnight, and there's a line outside. And uh, yes, uh, everybody in, in uh, Keone Lay's family brought donuts one morning. Uh, uh, coach Rayola, our new offensive line coach, actually showed up one morning because they were off for spring break, so he brought his fiance and his baby down there to the beach. He brought two boxes of donuts, so it was like donuts every morning down at Queens Beach playing beach volleyball. But <laughs> I'll confess, I didn't have one, so I'm I'm on I'm on my uh, trying to trying to keep up with Mike Elliott diet. So. <laughs> You're on your your green juice, green smoothie yep. only diet. Green smoothie only. Here we go. So, um, Clarence Thomas, the Supreme Court Justice, is one of our number one fans, and there was big news that he had to go in the hospital. But I want to assure everybody, I've been texting with him. He's doing great. He's asked about Hawaii. He wants to know about indoor practices, and he's planning on coming to a match this fall. So. Anyway, just to get that get that out there too. Any regrets outside of coaching? Oh, Lauren, I hate it when you ask me these questions. I know. Um, Put you on the spot. Yeah, I, I you know, I, one one regret I have. I uh, I wish I would. I played college basketball. I wish I would have played college football. I had a chance Why? to do both. I got a better scholarship for basketball, but I always I always I always think I, I would have been a hell of a quarterback. So. <laughs> 
So when I go over and watch football practice, I think, God, it could have been me. Hey, when we used to play quarterback receiver, Taylor and I, yeah. with you when we were younger, you would throw dimes. Yeah, I know. I, I, you were always the quarterback, so you wouldn't get hit. And then Taylor and I would have to, I don't know, play man-on-man -man against each other. Well, I don't know what it's called in football, but it was, uh, you always threw, threw those balls right on the money. I could put it on the money. I'd pick the shoulder and hit it and call it. So, just like Tom Brady. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe Coach Frost, I think he needed a quarterback's coach. Did they ever find one? Oh, uh, yeah, they did. Okay. Uh, well, he's an offensive coordinator, but he coaches, uh, he coaches quarterbacks. I was going to say, maybe you could step in and, and, you know, step away from volleyball and start coaching quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, we, we were in the coaches' meeting today. I was sitting next to Scott, and I, he had a piece of paper and a pen. I said, hey, can I, can I drop a couple plays for you? <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Well, I think and Trev called on me, so I, I had to sh shut it up quick. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture this. Trev is like the teacher, and you guys are <laughs> like students in a third grade classroom, and you get in trouble for talking to each other, and you yeah. and Scott are passing notes. and That's kind of how it goes. <laughs> comical. Any other regrets? Well, Lauren, if I thought about it, uh, there would be a lot, but uh, nothing at the time. I have not been thinking about that the last month. So That could be your next book idea, is just focus outside of volleyball, because your last book, or your first book, was all about volleyball and things that have happened and how you've evolved as a coach and regrets that you've had coaching. Maybe you do your next book, you know, your life outside of coaching. Well, I don't know who would be interested in that, but... <clears throat> I would be. Okay. A lot of people would be. Well, uh, make me dinner and then maybe we can talk. But uh, <laughs> so our players, we, we're journaling right now for spring. So I had them journal after we got back from Hawaii uh, two days ago. And I asked one of their questions I asked them, since you're asking me this, is I said, do you have any regrets on the Hawaii trip? And one of the things we talk about at the end of the year in the fall, we, we don't want to have any regrets. We want to do everything we possibly can do as a team, as players, to be the best we can be and, and get, put everything into that season. So I asked them on the Hawaii trip, which is it's a long trip. It was 10 days. We were in California for three days. Long trip. And... I asked them, do you have any regrets? And um, some of them did not, which is pretty cool. And the, but the ones, the typical ones they have is, I wish I would have spent more time trying to get to know my teammates better, or a certain teammate better. Uh, or the other one that came up was, I wish I would have gone for it more uh, on the beach. I was too tentative. Um, I was intimidated when we were playing these ranked teams. I just wish I would have gone for it more. Or I would have pushed my partner harder so uh, we try to get them to think about what could they have done different. Um, and like I said, when you ask me, my list is way too long to start doing in the podcast. I like the journal idea. They love it. <clears throat> well, at least they tell me they love it. But they do a really good job. And what, what it is, they turn it into me, and I write notes and stuff and give it back. So it's a way we can kind of communicate. And I... I I try to ask them questions to get them to think about things, you know, whether it's their future, what they're doing, how are they getting better, uh, are, they doing, are they accomplishing their goals. Uh, so I've got about 50 questions that I came up with, and I just pick out five each time and, and send it to them. So it's pretty cool. Um, and I think, they, I think they really like it because some of them write some really in-depth answers to those questions. 
we're, you're giving businesses a lot of ideas. This journaling, I mean, that would be great in any setting. You, I don't, you don't have to be a college volleyball team. And then what was the, what did you call the small group dinners, BDR? BDR, Building Deeper Relationships. Building Deeper Relationships. <clears throat> I mean, if you're a business owner, you know, f find five employees one night, take them out to eat, and BDR. Uh, it's, it's a great idea. And I'm, again, I'm, I'm, and, and I, as I told you, I asked them their highlights. One of the questions was, what was the highlight of the trip for you? And uh, I would say about a half of them put the small group dinners. And that's been a constant theme every time we've gone. Uh, those small group dinners, they just love it. And again, all, all I have to tell you, Lauren, is, okay, I have four players or five players, and we are there for four hours. I mean, just think about that. And I, I, it's not like I'm carrying the conversation because I couldn't do that for four hours, but they just, and I just sit there and listen, and they just go on and on and on. And of course, and we go to cool places that are interesting. I, I took them to uh, a, one group I took to this Japanese place. Nobody spoke English in there. Their specialty was, which is called Oko Okionama, which is a, like a Japanese pancake that they make, and they put fish and everything in it. And, uh, and that's what we had for dinner. And they'd never heard of it, they'd never seen it, nobody spoke English in there. It was a little hole in the wall, uh, but it was awesome. And so they got, got to experience that and, and gr great conversation. That's really cool. You brought up that you played college basketball, so we're going to shift gears. Did you fill out a bracket for the men's basketball tournament? No. Do you usually <laughs> fill out a bracket? It's against the rules to gamble as a coach in college, so okay. I stay away from I that. I don't know if you remember this. I have two stories uh, about this, but in fourth grade, our classroom did a challenge where you had to fill out a bracket, and then the winner, uh, the teacher would reward them by taking them out to ice cream. And you helped me, you sat down with me and helped me fill out a bracket. And I, I think Duke actually won that year or I know they made it to the final four. I think they, they won a championship that year. And I, I, I don't know if you remember, but I was obsessed with uh, Duke basketball. And we'll get into that, why I was obsessed with them in a second. But you helped me fill out the bracket, and I ended up being the winner in the classroom. And I got to go out to ice cream with the teacher. Yeah, I got an NCAA violation letter in my file on that, too. You did? <laughs> no. Oh. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were being serious. Okay. The reason I'm a Duke fan is, I know you'll remember this, but uh, you were recruiting Megan Hodge and back when she was in high school, before yep. she went, went to Penn State, you were recruiting her really hard. And you actually went out to North Carolina to watch a practice in person, and I got to go with you. That was back in the day when you would take me traveling all over the place with you. Uh, so we went to North Carolina, and there happened to be a the Duke-North Carolina basketball game. I think it was at North Carolina yep. uh, the, the next day. So I remember we went and watched Megan Hodge practice, and then the next day we went to the Duke-North Carolina basketball game, and I fell in love with Duke basketball. I fell in love with Coach K. Uh, and and that, I think that's one of the best experiences in college athletics are, are one of the best. It's similar to Devaney. I mean, the atmosphere was just electric. I, I can remember it so vividly. I don't know if you remember it, but... Oh, yes, I do, Lauren. I was one of the highlights coach, of my life. Coach Barnes, who used to coach here, was a defensive 
backs coach at North Carolina. He got us tickets. And I don't know if you remember, we were standing in line to go in, and people were scalping tickets because it was Duke North Carolina basketball. And these students who had tickets, people were coming up and paying them $1,000 for the t two tickets in line as we were going in, in, in the, to get in the uh, building at North Carolina. Uh, so I remember that. Crazy. And, uh, it, well, did you hear about Coach K's final home game? <clears throat> I think tickets were going for five grand. I think there was more than that. Well, okay. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's just, it's that, bananas. That was it blows at, my mind. That was at Duke. Pretty cool, though. Yeah. That'll be like your last home game. Yeah, well, I, yeah. And they lost, and he was pissed, so it ruined the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they had a thing. I don't think he wanted to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. Okay, we touched on an update on Bud, but I also want to bring up anyone who follows you on social media. Do you know what your handles are on social media? I have no idea. Do you know what a handle is? Uh, not really. Okay, it's your it's your name on so on Instagram, for example, you're at I think it's at John Cook Two oh, on okay. Twitter. Well, you're, that's a really creative name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what your handle is. So okay. I think I think your handle is the same across all social platforms. Am I, am I correct? Uh, I have no idea. All I know, know the handle to me is back when CB radios came out with the truckers back in the old days, all the <laughs> truckers had handles and they would talk to each other. And so I remember when we would drive to Colorado to go skiing, we got one of those scanners to listen to all these guys talking on the CB radios, and they had their handles, you know, whatever, you know, so-and-so from Texas or so-and-so <laughs> from this big rig, you know, big blue or whatever. Or <clears throat> so anyway, well, that's what a handle is to me. So now I can see it's coming around now with these social media things. So they just keep copying what we used to do 30 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're old school. but So I think your handle is at John Cook too, or Jay Cook too, sure. um, but anyone who hasn't seen it, you posted a picture and a video of you were on Bud riding Bud. Yeah, your horse. So Bud ha Bud has his own social media account now. Yep, and now Bud has his own account. And do you know? I think it's what is it called? Do you know what it is? Uh, well, What's Bud, Bud's going to give out coaching wisdom. He's a smart okay. guy. He's a smart horse. So he's going to be giving out coaching wisdom. So. <laughs> He's already given out a couple little tidbits. There's more coming. Well, anyone who hasn't seen it, go look at, at your Instagram. I think you posted it Instagram and Twitter, so you can go find it there. And you, you still have it from your cowboy days. You're, I thought with a hip replacement, <laughs> you may struggle a little bit, but looked very natural. Oh, thank you, Lauren. Thank you. And speaking of social, the other thing you can find on there is Madden uh, got a pair of Yeezys from Uncle Al Recker. Yeah. Uh, who's the Adidas rep for Nebraska, and Al's the man. He he got you and Matt, well, he got you Yeezys, and then he got Matt in a matching pair of Yeezys. So we need to get you both together with your Yeezys on. Okay. But we did post a picture or a video of her in the Yeezys, and I can post some more, but um, that's on social as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool, uh, Al Recker and Adidas uh, coming through on that. And you know why he did that? You, you, you know how he knew about that? To do get, What gave him the idea? He listens to the podcast. He listens to the podcast, and you heard it on the podcast. And so <laughs> he did, did that without being asked. So that's pretty cool. Al's, Al's the best. He always makes sure that you, you're in the best swag yep. or that you have swag. Yeah. 
But now I'm jealous because Louisville is sponsored by Adidas. Uh, they got Danny Busboom a new, you know, she wears those jackets, coats, whatever you call them, and matches. A blazer. A blazer, yeah. They got her a cool red Adidas blazer. So she, oh. was, she was rubbing at my face the other day. Are you going to start wearing blazers? Well, so this was at, we were recruiting in Kansas City, and I'm like wearing my Yeezys. And I'm like, hey, Danny, check these. She goes, where'd you get those? I go, Adidas gave them to me. And then she goes, well, I got a big red blazer from Adidas. So. <laughs> I think you should bust out. You used to wear uh, suit jackets. Used to. Only on, yeah, used only to. on senior night. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Only on senior night now. Well, I'll let you skip confessions since you gave some, some great confessions throughout this episode. But do you have any lessons that you can send us off with today? Well, actually, I don't have any lessons. I do have a confession, though. And this, oh, this, what? I, I've been thinking about this, and when it happened, I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm going to do this one. So we're in Los Angeles in Woodland Hills, which is north of Los Angeles, and we're playing at Northridge. And I'm actually, the team went to go play, and I'm going to go down and watch the Long Beach men's train because I'm trying to, here's a lesson. So I have a saying, you know, the longer you coach, the less you know. So I want to try to get better. So I, I'm going to go watch the Long Beach men practice and talk to the coaches, see what they're doing. And so anyway, I, there's a Whole Foods right by our hotel. So I stop at the Whole Foods to get my smoothie. And... Uh, and again, this is L.A., and I'm already stressed out as all get out because there's so much traffic. People cut you off. It's, it's just I, I, I was like kissing the ground when I got back to Nebraska because it just feels so much different here. And you're just on, everybody's on edge there. Well, I, I get my little smoothie. I walk over, get in my car in the parking lot. Remember, this is a Whole Foods, Lauren. This is not, you know, you know, some dive bar or something. This is Whole Foods which is, you know, in, in L.A., they're like, you know, 10 times the size of the Whole Foods in Lincoln. They got everything in there. And all of it, so I sit in the car, and I put my keys down, or get my, put my key in the thing, and all of a sudden there's this knock on my window, like a loud knock, and it scares the heck out of me, and I turn and look, and here's this, this little old, old lady, but she's a homeless lady. She looks a mess and she's like pounding on my window like trying say, trying to say something to me and I I uh, I just kind of like looked at her and yelled at her get away and because it just I didn't know if she was gonna shoot me or I mean I don't know I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna get shot you know or somebody's trying to carjack me or something and that was my first thought and and then she walked away after she saw my reaction but afterward, seeing all the homeless people in Hawaii and, and L.A., I, I just, my confession was I felt bad afterward, and I, I, I shouldn't have handled it that way. So that's my confession. And anyway, I still feel bad about it. But it, It's but, a tough situation, though, because you know. don't know what their intentions are. And, and when they, I mean, maybe if she would have came up to you in a different way, but still, that's, yeah, that's a tough situation. I don't know. I probably would have done the same thing. I know, but just the fact, if it was in Lincoln, I, I probably wouldn't have thought anything of it. But just being in L.A., you just, it's such a different place there. So anyway, the bottom, bottom line is I should have handled it better. You know, it's uh, just, anyway, I feel bad about that. But 
Uh, also, it makes me appreciate Nebraska that uh, we don't have a lot of traffic here. It's a great place. People are friendly, and uh, they're not cutting you off in the car, you know, driving in front of you and people going, you know, just acting crazy. It's such a different world out there. So there's no place like Nebraska. I still can't believe you let me go to UCLA. <laughs> uh, I didn't want you to. You, you informed me you were going, and that was it. No negotiations. <laughs> I know. Well, the lesson that uh, I'll leave everyone with is yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win or lose. Love it. And as we're going to tell our, we tell our players every day, it pays to be a winner. It does pay to be a winner. <laughs> and so on that win. note, let's win. What? Let's win, baby. Let's win. Just, just win, baby. Just yeah. win. Lauren, I can't wait to the next podcast. I got some big stuff on the next one. Big. We're going to be able to talk about. Can you give us any teasers? No, no. This is top secret. Nobody knows. There's only one person besides me that knows. Who's the one person that knows? I can't tell you, but it's, it's going to be epic. It's going to be now epic. I'm, I'm dying to know. I know. Does this have to do with uh, happens to music? Do, happens to do with next fall and music. Uh, it just have it's just going to be for our fans. We're we're working Game hard atmosphere. for our fans. Just just buckle in, baby. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're talking about. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. I'll bet you a crispy. Okay. I will bet you a crispy well, you right do, now. If I let the cat out of the bag, though, it's uh, there's more now than there was before. Okay. Well, I'll text you after this. If I'm right, you owe me hundred yeah. bucks. And I, I think the I think the cool thing is, you know, since it's a podcast, maybe I'll have Bud talk about this, but we got to keep trying to have fun and and do things that are fun for our fans and and for the Husker Nation and keep it exciting and keep it new. And um, so anyway, we're, we're, we're trying to do that. And then uh, we didn't talk about the spring match, you know, out in Grand Island. It sold out in eight minutes. And they told me 37,000 people were online trying to buy tickets. And it was gone in eight minutes. So uh, that's April 23rd. And the other cool thing, Lauren, is we're going to honor three great high school coaches out there, Sharon Zavala, Bill Root, and uh, your nemesis coach at Grand Island Northwest who put you in the tank out there that match. Do you remember that match in high school in Pius? Well, yeah, they beat us out there, but then when it came to when it mattered most, uh, you got they them never back, won state. You, uh, you, got, you were in tears, I think, after that match because they were all chanting, who's your daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was in tears. I think I was pissed. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to honor those high school coaches. Uh, uh, at this match just because they're legendary Hall of Famers. They won a million matches and that's one of the reasons we can't forget our roots in Nebraska volleyball. And you know who else will be at the spring match? Oh yeah. Do you know? Baby Madden. Another surprise guest. Her, oh. her first uh, <laughs> Husker volleyball match. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, maybe we can honor her as well. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> She would love it. Yeah. She'd be waving to everyone. Yeah, I know. So that'll be fun. Well, you've hyped up next month, so I can't wait for for April to get here and we can get back on the mic. But Coach Cook, thank you so much for your time today. Mike Elliott, thank you for making all of this possible, making us sound good, look good. 
uh, to all of our listeners, or if you watch this, uh, thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Big Red. <laughs>